Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. <coughs> uh, this is Don Imus, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. I don't know why, because the guy is awful. Just just awful. If you must, tune into the Kimmer weekdays noon to three on, on News Radio 1067. <laughs> all day, all I could think of was the Kimmer. Yeah, baby. I was at the zoo. The Kimmer. You know, show wait a minute. On News Radio 1067. <laughs> there you are. What now? <laughs> One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Look out. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock. Here we go. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. Yeah. Look out. Here we go. Around. It's only the Kimmer. It's 12.05, and you are on News Radio 106.7. And this is Bill Haley, Rock Around the Clock. It was released on this day in 1954. You could call it the beginning of rock and roll, but it didn't even catch on until it was on Blackboard Jungle, the movie, the following year. The Blackboard Jungle with Glenn... Uh, Glenn uh, what the hell was it? Oh, yeah, Glenn uh, Ford. Glenn Ford. Glenn Ford played a teacher who was a veteran from the wars after Korea. So I'm not, I think it was when, when it was staged. And uh, he was a teacher, went into high school, and they just abused the crap out of him. And uh, Vic Morrow, who, who played the sergeant in uh, that famous uh, combat, TV series Combat, uh, who got killed making the, star, the Twilight Zone movie, had his head cut off by helicopter. Vic Morrow was the bad guy, tough hood in the classroom. Rock Around the Clock became famous because of the movie Blackboard Jungle in the mid-50s. You know, Vic had uh, dandruff. He did? He had dandruff? Yeah, they found his head and shoulders in the Hey, ho, ho! Hey, he was on the radio. And the dashboard and the chopper blades. And... <laughs> now, see, this is just wrong. It's just wrong. We've already started going down the hole. And <laughs> we got till 3 to take our time. 2 12 6 Look out. Anyway, it's only me, uh, News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. All right, we got your topics, got your issues. A couple of announcements. First, we will give away tickets. We have four tickets to see the Braves and the Brewers Saturday night, this coming Saturday night, Military Appreciation Night. Four tickets. We'll give them away at 2.30 for our later uh, listeners. And uh, just keep listening, and uh, we'll have a, just an easy little quiz of some kind to give away the tickets. That'll be after 2.30. All righty? Now, also, um, don't forget, you can go to uh, NewsRadio1067.com for a chance to win a trip package to see you, too, at Madison Square Garden. We'll fly you to New York, give you the hotel fare, and pay for your concert tickets. How about that? Uh, just go to NewsRadio1067.com. And by the way, the way if when you go to the, uh, the Kimmer podcast on uh, the same address, NewsRadio1067.com, showcase sponsoring the Kimmer podcast, every show we've done from January 1st with uh, a couple of uh, minor exceptions. Anyway, uh, just for the record, with our great thanks for those guys who helped me make all this possible. Okay, what's going on today? Well, David Letterman's last night is tonight. If that, if that means anything to you, we'd love to hear from you. If not, no big deal. Um, he, Letterman was, uh, you know, it was, Johnny, it was Steve Allen, Johnny Carson, and then basically Letterman became, and then Leno and Letterman, and now they've had the big feuds and fights, and now it's all over after 33 years. 
We'll talk about the new Boy Scout rules. Uh, they've suspended using water pistols because it's too much like a gun, and Boy Scouts don't point guns at people. I swear, I'm not... I, 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 in fact, just to quickly, I, I can mention a couple of the things where the Boy Scouts have outlawed, for example, Boy Scouts have outlawed uh, no water pistols, no spitting, no laughing, no kidding around, no loud exclamations, no running, no wedgies, no noogies, no talking, no campfires or other activities involving matches, lighters, or flames, no poking, no gotchas. Well, I mean, this list is ridiculous. They are allowing some things, however. Uh, allowed activities for Boy Scouts this year, manicures, pedicures, back rubs, slow dancing, dressmaking, kissing, but only among scouts from other troops, coloring, sketching, quilting, sewing, embroidery, things like I mean, you know, they have a list, so it's not like they won't be able to do anything. Anyway, also we'll talk about the holy cow, the recall of the um, shrapnel airbags from the Takata company in Japan. Uh, they turn into shrapnel when they are used in your car during an accident. But a lot, you know, I found I did some digging. It turns out I, people didn't know this. The name Takata in Japanese translates into mass murder. <laughs> now, see oh. who you know? I mean, who is that silly? Who would have made of a connection between? And I and I and I keep getting mixed up. I think it was Mr. Tanaka's family from Hiroshima and his wife's family from Nagasaki. So, again, I don't know whether that has anything to do with maybe sending over defective parts that explode in your face and kill people in America. That could be. I don't know whether, you know, whether it has anything to do with it, but we'll, we'll try to get to the soulless bastard. <laughs> Good to the bottom of that. <laughs> we'll talk about the Hill Liary Rodham Rodham being all snarky with the press. A fifth grader in New Jersey suspended for five days in school. Fifth grader. Because he accidentally pulled out of his pocket a foam rubber, foam rubber Nerf bullet. A foam rubber Nerf bullet. Fell out of his backpack and he got suspended for five days. Because if it has anything to do with weapons. What else we got? Oh, the Iraqis fleeing and dropping their weapons again. Cowards as ISIS closes in. In uh, Ramadi, and I'll tell you what, uh, it reminds me of Hamburger Hill in Vietnam, and we'll maybe do some comparison. Oh, by the way, Justin, apparently if you go to um, um, any of the of the social media auction sites, you can buy an Iraqi army rifle, uh, never fired and only dropped once. So again, these are great prices on Iraqi army freaking equipment. You know, what the hell would, what, what if they're... Ca- ca- I can't even I can't even make the words come out of my mouth. If these cowards refuse to defend their own country after all the lives and the money that we spent over there to help them, what the hell were we doing there? I mean, really, what the hell were we doing there? Isn't is this not a disgrace? Absolute disgrace. The way this country has no Middle East policy, no Iraqi policy, no ISIS policy. In fact, I was watching on Fox News, I saw, I saw the mother interview, the mother of the first Navy SEAL killed in Ramadi. And now, it's been, and now it's been taken over by ISIS troops again. How do you think she feels? Her son gave his life to take Ramadi, to help Americans take Ramadi for the Iraqis. And now they fled. ISIS comes in and they flee like little girls, chickens, cowards. Of course, Puttitat said, no, these are just individual activists and they're doing the right thing. So, you know, President Puttitat. Oh, by the way, if you Google, if you Google map and type in N-word house, or, and I'll spell it too, it's offensive, but I have to spell it so you know what I'm talking about. If you type in, in Google Maps, N-I-G-G-A house, or N-I-G-G-E-R house, 
Up Pops, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah. And Google uh, Maps doesn't know whether it's a disgruntled employee who did it or or just some hacker who wanted to be funny. Can you believe it, though? Google Maps. Uh, What is he? Alex Tickleman, the uh, the, uh, hooker involved in the Milton murder, or Milton death, anyway, in a murder uh, to the uh, Google big shot. We'll talk about that case as well. The mansion. Oh, have you heard about the mansion murder in Washington? Oh, man, what gruesome, gruesome tale. We'll talk about that, too. Colonel Sanders is coming back. Metal Lark Lemon's being sued for child support. And who would win between Ronda Rousey and Floyd Mayweather? Plus, disrespecting your engines over the Grizzlies. All coming up with the camera. It's 12-12. Yeah, that's what separates us from the monkeys. That and the armed guards at the zoo. Man, they got some <laughs> sexy monkeys down there. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Okie dokie. Well, this is John Wayne. <laughs> hey, and this portion of our show is brought to you by Steve McCoy. Oh, okay. In the words of the sales department, truly he is the son of God. <laughs> and now here's your host, the ISDN guy from San Diego. <laughs> no, it's Diego. still the Kimmer, you do, guy. Still here, my man. Look out! It's only me. It's only the Kimmer Newsmaker line coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Twelve nineteen. Uh, News Radio one zero six seven. Here's the number: 844-404-1067. It was on this day, nineteen sixty six. The Who began a concert. In Windsor, England, but without bass player John Entwistle and drummer Keith Moon, they didn't show up on time. So Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend started the concert without two of the members of the band. And they, when they eventually did show up, there was a big fight, and Pete Townsend smacked Keith Moon over the head with his guitar, and Keith Moon quit. <laughs> he quit the band. And a week later, he came back, but it was pretty spicy there for a while, 1966, on this day. I love it. Uh, this was the day, 1989. Gilda Radner died of ovarian cancer. She was 42, and it reminds me of the time when I was in, uh, did a radio show that I had all the cast from Saturday Night Live in the studio with me. Gilda Radner was the sweet, and I found out it was her birthday. And my favorite ex- uh, ex-wife made her a birthday cake. Um, I was married, started when I was married at the time. Made her a birthday cake. She was so sweet. Gilda Radner was so sweet. Uh, uh, Jane Curtin was very professional, and John Belusi was cracked, stone, whacked out of his mind on cocaine, was flying around the studio. I mean, it was brutal. Twelve twenty-one. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. There's the old newsmaker line on Dave Letterman's last day too. We'll talk about that later. Here's the newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Oh, speak of the devil, Cameron. I figured hey. I'd call in one last time. Hey, David Golly, it's an honor. Sir. Yeah, I'm still sticking with this retirement thing. Like anybody's buying that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was gonna go with personal family reasons, but I think some of you, you know, roll that one out and no one bought it. So, uh, personal family. Reasons. Yeah, I was gonna go with sabbatical, but I think Gary McKee used that one and then was never. Heard from again so. work either <laughs> david yeah people keep asking what i'm gonna do when i get on the radio you yeah, know i yeah. well i don't know who knows i i may even get back into radio i hear there's a three-hour opening in atlanta 12 to 3 is that somebody <laughs> that's what i heard <laughs> trying to nail down the rumor who knows i might even do a dave letterman podcast i mean there's a lot of you know good ones out there larry wax eric von Hess. okay those are bad examples well not great there's examples a, I don't know, you know, as Al Chervik from Caddyshack once said about <laughs> podcasts, yeah. I tell you, I should have stayed home and talked to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I still 
That's exactly, <laughs> That's exactly the wording there. Who knows? I might even get into teaching. Teaching, really? Yeah, with my background with the interns around here, I think I could teach the kids at Champion Middle School a thing or two, don't you? About the three R's, writhing, writing, and... Writhing? <laughs> I never knew raincoats came in 12 exotic colors for the students. (laughs) (laughs) Who ever heard of a roll-on? You mentioned Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner. Cher, my old nemesis Cher is 69, which is coincidentally how she got her first... No, it was the year, the year 1969, that she got her first recording contract. (laughs) Could have been smudged from the tears of sorrow. You know the Almond Brothers slogan, right? The Almond Brothers slogan? No, what was that again? Share and share, share alike. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a special shout out on the camera show today yes, sir. to race car driver Tony Stewart, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, really? Who, unlike someone who steps in front of his car, will celebrate his 44th birthday. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You know that Tony Stewart, he doesn't just want to win, he wants to flatten the competition. <laughs> still got hey, it, Tony. He's still got it, buddy. Do you hear Tony Stewart has a new race car? A new race car? Yeah, it'll knock your socks off. Oh, my say. God! <laughs> Not to mention your glasses, your helmet, and most of your teeth. Shin bone. <laughs> Femur. <laughs> Great to be on the show. Thank you, David. Congratulations. Good night. Best of luck to you, Congratulations sir. Congratulations on what? They're <laughs> my ass out. My God, man. It's over. You think I wanted to leave? <laughs> no, I can't imagine, Dave. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on your last day, David. Mercy. Look out. And by the way, a little later, Dave is going to be serenading us with a farewell song. Right here exclusively on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. A couple of quick shout outs of weird things. And uh, don't forget, we'll give away the Braves tickets for Saturday night military appreciation night at 2 30 during the 2 th- after the 2 30 news. Uh, DeKalb, a shout out and a happy, happy, nice uh, going there, buddy, to DeKalb County Fire Captain Eric Jackson who found out that there was uh, somebody stuck in a drainage pipe uh, near the office complex of Le Cordon Bleu on Lakeside Parkway in Tucker, and he got out there and, by God, rescued a group of ducklings that were stuck in a drain. I think that's nice. In fact, it reminds me, there's been more than once where, have you ever driven in a, in a backcountry road where all of a sudden a, a, a duck and about ten duckling following across the road have to swerve? I had to swerve into the woods about two or three times in my life. Missing ducks crossing the road for some. I don't know what. I mean, just oh, all the time out in Stone Mountain. There's a little lake out there, and they they walk yeah. across all the time. Very scary. Anyway, congratulations, Fire Captain Eric Jackson. Nice going. Good work. You're a good fellow. And on the other hand, we have the story of uh, Caleb Dansell Lanier of Smyrna, who's been arrested because he allegedly set fire to a doghouse with the royalty, a one-and-a-half-year-old female pit bulldog, inside the firehouse when he allegedly torched it. The dog had severe burns, disfiguration of the head and body, took her to the vet, and she's going to live, apparently. Uh, But this guy, Caleb Dansell Lanier of Smyrna, has been arrested. Uh, He uh, allegedly used some kind of flammable accelerant to fire up the doghouse while the dog was in there. Um, he was held after on a $10,000 bond uh, charged with cruelty to an- aggravated cruelty to animals and third-degree arson, both felonies. Can I kill him? Uh, well, I, can we set him on fire? Yeah. Why don't we put him in a little house and set him on fire? Can we do that? Is I that do it. 
Okay, well, maybe we could, let's see if we can, maybe, maybe we can get, get somebody to authorize us to do that, just to see. And, and then, and then, oh, I got it. What we'll do is we'll set it on fire, and then when he starts screaming, we'll wait till he get, like, one burned arm, and then we'll put it out. You know, and then, like, the next day we'll do it again on the, oh, this would be great. Oh, man, see, this, you know, it's just the kind of, bring in us close. See, it now we all feel better now, don't we, after that story? Put one in his lips. Well, now that, it's <laughs> a little out of context there, mister. <laughs> Anyway, we'll also talk about the married pastor who hates gay people and has just been outed by being caught on a website called Grinder, looking for uh, sex with young boys. <laughs> Grinder, <sighs> brother, Grinder, <laughs> barely even know her. Anyway, twelve twenty-seven. It's only the Kimmer, and you're in tune for the whole deal here on News Radio one zero six seven. Greetings, citizens of Atlanta. It's me, Adam West, Batman, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Holy regurgitation, Batman! You're right, Robin, old chum. Listen at your own peril or tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on News Radio 1067. This is Chief Ironside. (laughs) Now here's your host, (laughs) a man who I really pity because he doesn't have anybody pushing for him. (laughs) I said he doesn't have anybody pushing (laughs) for him. There he is until Friday. (laughs) Talk about a mercy killing, (laughs) Kim Peterson. out of my misery once and for all, I'm guessing. Making your way in the world today. Well, how you doing? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Nice day in the neighborhood. Maybe chance of those scattered showers getting just because it's that heat and humidity time of year. But other than that, enjoy yourselves and have a little fun over here till 3 o'clock on News Radio 1067. This was the last day, the final episode of Cheers on NBC on this day in 1993. One of the handful of the greatest half hour sitcoms of all time, I would think. One of the classics. 1993, the last episode. A couple of birthdays. Actor Dave Thomas from Grace Under Fire and SCTV is 67. Remember the TV show Little House on the Prairie? Actor Dean Butler is 59. And uh, Facts of Life actress Mindy Cohn is 49 today. Was she the one who lost her virginity? Was it? I think she... She was the, the large girl, and I think that's why they picked her to lose her virginity. And they t- I remember reading an article about it where they had a, a lot of conversations about whether they should do you that know, at all. Every time one of these girls has a birthday, go, is she the one? Yeah, someone else. Can I get to the bottom of that? <laughs> anyway, all right, fine. At 1236, <laughs> uh, News Radio 106.7. You can open up the phone lines. Now, anyway, it's, uh, it's over the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hangman. <laughs> 844-404-1067. It's only the Kimmer. All right, now we've got a billion things to talk about here, including uh, Hilary Rodham Rodham, who has added and done it again. Uh, this is the way she greets reporters who wanted to do some interviews with her. Yeah, just wait, wait, wait. Okay. Yeah, maybe when I finish talking to the people here. How's- oh, and you can see the fire coming out of those flaming nostrils. I might. Oh, I'll have to ponder it. Oh, you know, I think of that tough attitude, that real 
Man, am I going to like to get my lips on that big, thick neck of hers again. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, God. but no, I just... the decency flag on that one. <laughs> sorry, I, I just had a flash back of something there for a moment. I'm sorry. What do with the camera? <laughs> oh, mercy. Anyway, and by the way, Scott Walker isn't buying any of it. Oh, oh the latest debate, again, they're, t- they're picking on Scott Walker again. Media people are now debating whether it's good or bad that Scott Walker does not have an official certificate from graduating from college. He attended but didn't graduate, and so now they're complaining that he's therefore not smart enough to be... Please. Okay. That's got nothing to do... Uh, anybody, any of those liberal Democrats want to debate Scott Walker on any issue, I'd love to see it. The three of us in this room have college degrees, and look... Yeah, you know. and you think I can be president? <laughs> John Boy? Pete? <laughs> Hell, I've got, I've got two college degrees. I'm an educated man. <laughs> well, not <laughs> Anyway, here's what Scott Walker says about Hill Lyrie. And it goes to this larger question of why do the Clintons think there's a different set of rules for them than there is for the rest of us? Clearly the policy said, and for federal government employees, that they couldn't have a separate server. You look at the other things, even if it wasn't criminal or against the rules, I think basic... Basic Ethics 101 would tell you that it's a conflict of interest to take money, to have your spouse take money from foreign countries at the same time someone's a Secretary of State. This is just part of a pattern that I think many Americans, not just Republicans or conservatives, many Americans are frustrated with. Well, I don't. I just can't believe that she's even a candidate. Honestly, I, I didn't think she was going to run. I thought that she'd be so scared of being blasted, but she doesn't care. They just don't care. Hard to believe. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. How about a good news story? How about a good news story in Hancock County, Mississippi? An officer of the law, a deputy sheriff, was in his car at a a traffic stop of some kind, and three thugs got out of their car and attacked the sheriff's deputy. They were beating the crap out of him, dragging him off into the woods to kill him when he somehow got a hold of his remote keychain for his car, which happened to hold his canine black German Shepherd police dog. He used the remote door opener to open the door. The dog, seeing what was going on, raced out of the car and attacked the three guys, bit the living bejesus out of them, and saved the deputy, and they went fleeing into the woods. They're still on the loose, but the dog saved that deputy's life. By remote control, he opened up the door, and the dog bolted out to go get him to save him. Man, I love that. A beautiful, it's a picture of a beautiful black. I don't know if it was a shepherd. It might have been one of those Belenois uh, German hounds or Belgian Melanois, whatever they are. I'm not sure. It looked like a black shepherd, but it could. Anyway, it was a beautiful dog. And, uh, and that was in uh, Hancock County, Mississippi, and the cop's going to be fine. Also, how about a salute to another hero? Uh, there was a fellow driving along uh, named Captain Steve Vogelson. He was driving along, and of course the Drippy Lipper Girls, where I get these stories, uh, didn't mention what state this was in or what country for that matter, but apparently somewhere in America. A fellow named Captain Steve Vogelson, an Army captain, was driving along, and he saw a car burst into flames, so he got up there, smashed out the windows, and dragged all the people to safety. He was wearing a Captain America t-shirt at the time. <laughs> but he saved them. He pulled them all out of the car and saved their lives. So just another another story of heroes. I like stories of heroes. <clears throat> now, the uh, Takata Japanese Takata fellow who makes the airbags, a recall of 34 million automobiles. 34 million automobiles. And apparently they've known for years that these airbags were defective. 
Because if I'm not mistaken, I think the recall only goes up to models like from 2010 or 20, uh, 2009 or something like that. I don't think it's late models. But it's, it's a whole crap load anyway. But I'm, I'm not even sure. You can get up. The web has a list of all the models. But there's so many, it's almost everything. 34 million cars. And we should have known uh, the uh, Takata, like I mentioned earlier, Takata in Japanese uh, translates into mass murder. So you know, who was surprised at the whole thing? And then you figure out some of, there you go, some of the Takata, I, the other products that the Takata company has shipped to America over the years. We, we should have known something was up. This guy's got an attitude. Just because his family came from Hiroshima, I don't know if that's got anything to do with it. But apparently it was Takata that sent us poison lawn darts. Uh, the famous Christmas gift bag of glass for the children. Uh, Torture Me Elmo. Again, that was a Japanese uh, Takata product. The Easy Bake Oven and Electric Chair. Now, some of these are just not at all appropriate. Uh, the Asbestos-Covered Communion Wafers for Christian churches. They, no, see, this is the Takata company has been out to get us for years. Should be an investigation. The Baton something. Death Watch uh, weight loss program. <laughs> 1242. She broke her date. Washing her hair. Dead mother. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Look out, look out. Hello, my <laughs> name is Charnak, the, 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 magnificent. the Magnificent. And this portion of our show is brought to you by yes, sir. Don't Mention It. Don't Mention It. What are the promotion department's strict orders regarding the Kimmer Show? <laughs> and now here's your host. How about that, Steve McCoy? Charlton Heston. Thank you so much. Well, we're waiting to see whether this is going to work out. I don't blame anybody. <laughs> you, know, you don't want to make anything rash decisions. <laughs> 1250's our time. And here is Don Henley getting to the heart of the matter. It was on this day in 1995, Don Henley married Sharon Summerall. I don't know if they're still together. A couple of birthdays in the news. Uh, let's see. Actors uh, Matt Zucre from The Good Wife and Gilmore Girls is 38 today. Bronson Pinchot is 56. Was he the guy? He was the uh, the art gallery director guy in Beverly Hills Cop, I think. That was a funny section. His, his dialogue there was very, very, very funny. And uh, what else we got here? Oh, Connie Chung got fired as co-anchor of CBS Evening News on this day in 1995. Oh, Crema, you too much. <laughs> that's, that's back in the old memory dish for a year when Nancy Haystack, the former boss where across the street used to work 20 years ago, I used to do uh, Connie Chung bits with me. And she'd go, oh, Crema, you too much. Hey, those were the days. 1251. It's- it's only me. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067. By the way, we got News Line coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. And I got a brand new song in here saluting the David Letterman last night on the air, which I'll get to very, very I shortly. I just remember one of Bronson's lines to what is it pertaining? <laughs> 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 but but when he was talking, the guy comes in, he's got his shirt unbuttoned. That's not, that's right. That's not good. You don't button two buttons. No, no. It was, it was just silly. You, if you've looked at it, if you didn't know what it was, if you see that scene, it's pretty, pretty funny. And Eddie, Eddie Murphy is uh, asking about how much some statue sculpture is, and it's like $4 million. I mean, this is strange. Anyway, all right, look out. It's only me. It's only the camera. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Some politically uh, <laughs> politically correct. I'm an educated man. Uh, no, stop that. It's out of context. Uh, politically correct items in the news today, which are just so troublesome. The Boy Scouts, they're, de- they're denying there's anything new about anything. However, the Boy Scouts of America has a new explanation for a guide to safe scouting. And it says that uh, scouts 
should not use water pistols or rubber band guns to shoot at each other. Because, as one scout said, quote, a scout is kind. What kind of pointing a firearm, simulated or otherwise, at someone is kind? Water balloons? Squirt guns? This is unbelievable. I mean, it's a boy scout. I mean, it's just, they're sissifying everything. Uh, nope, they have the new rules. No talking, no noogies, no wedgies, no poking, no gotchas, no chuckling, no praying, no singing, no hiking, no camping, no wrestling, no biking, and no fun-causing laughter that would not be inclusive for all religions. Now, this, this is outrageous. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. There's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line there. Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Kim. This is uh, Jay Leno calling. Jay, how's it going on Letterman's oh, last yeah. day? I know, and people keep asking me if I can relate to what Dave is going through, and I said, no, I can't, because, you know, when I left the show, we yeah. had great ratings. <laughs> we were kicking butt in our time slot. <laughs> we were doing better than anybody around us, yet NBC was treating me like I didn't exist and putting all the energy into the Today Show and telling sponsors. <laughs> so it would be nothing like Letterman. It would be more like... Um, <laughs> it's right on the tip of my tongue so there. Kind you know, of like, <laughs> yeah, it's, some other show. People would thinking. say they want to put, you know, advertising <laughs> to tonight show. They say, no, you don't really want to do that. <laughs> anyway, this Black Widow killer, Alex Tickleman, yeah. has pled guilty and will receive uh, six years in prison yeah. for. Uh, you know, murdering that Google exec. Yeah. Only six years. Six what a years. shame. Uh, Cumulus was trying to fix Alex up with a Kimmer. They <laughs> 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 were going to send you to a romantic trip via a Malaysian Airlines. It's a real shame. Oh, man. They were going to present to Kimmer when he arrived in Malaysia if he made it with a courtesy <laughs> van equipped with a driver's side Takata airbag. So, <laughs> to say that management's not looking out for you, you know. <laughs> See, they think of everything. <laughs> no, I feel sorry, actually, for Dang. Alex. So. Tickleman, but I feel more sorry for a victim. I mean, the guy was trying to reform the woman teacher about the finer things in life, Kimba, but you know, like they say, yeah. you can lead a horticulture, but you can't make a thing. <laughs> lead a horticulture. Oh, hi Yeah. Oh, here you go. I just heard this on your award-winning newscast. Bright Achievers Daycare Center has been ordered to close for at least 21 days. 21 days. Yeah, but founder Melinda Hamilton says she isn't going to sweat it. Sweat you know, as opposed to the two-year-olds, and she leaves in the van for six hours while she's having a lunch over there. Allegedly, allegedly. I'm kidding, of course. Yeah. I understand Melinda is, Melinda is actually worried about the facility's future. Kid. Is that right? She's worried about it? Oh, yeah. Friends report that Melinda went 30 entire minutes without solid food. They're really worried about her, you know? <laughs> I mean, Melinda Hamilton has enough problems. She's being sued by Leonard Square Mall. Leonard Square Mall suing her? Yeah, last time she went to Macy's, she burned out the escalators. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a shame that Bright Achievers is closing up, though, you know? It's a shame, really? Well, for the little kids, I feel so sorry for them. Cause, you know, yeah. Wednesday is a hot pocket day. <laughs> They put the frozen pizza rolls in the two-year-old pocket, oh, and by the time they open the van, they're fully cooked. It's, gonna, it's like a yeast infection or something. <laughs> These are the things I have time to think about. Hot pockets. <laughs> Great to be on the show, yeah. I heard something about a Letterman song. Maybe they'll play it over on GST. I it's it's coming so. up next. I'll send it over there. Great. Great to be on the show. We just got, we're, it's a tough crowd, tough crowd. Look out, 12.56. And I have now downloaded on the old Kimmer computer file right here at the old Van Don by the River the new song coming up. We'll do it right after the 1 o'clock. Got some sad news here. I looked up uh, Don Henley's wife. 
you yeah. just talking Summerall, about? what's her name? I got the Sharon key. Summerall. Sharon Summerall married her in 1995. They have three kids together, and she's been diagnosed with MS. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's uh, that's a shame. Yeah. Multiple sclerosis. Yeah. Yeah. And she's got to be, what, 60-ish, I'm guessing, probably. We're probably around there, yeah. I thought that was a younger person's disease. I thought MS was like when you're 20 or 30 or something. And Well, I don't know. Obviously, it doesn't rule out anyone else, but, uh, well, that's a shame. Uh, 1256 on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. We have some more of the uh, Takata products from Japan that are a little iffy in terms of their safety factors. Apparently, uh, some emails have been released showing that the Takata company sent products to America, including high-tech brake pads that are actually made of beef jerky. Now that, you know, how do you think they're going to get away with that? Smells good. It's, my God, man, 1257 with a camera. Look out. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase photo and video. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Man, that Kimmer guy's got some jokes that are so bad, I wouldn't even steal them. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. And don't get heartburn in the first place. Kimmer, you have something on your chin. Oh, sorry. No, not that one. Oh, no, wait, the no, third no. one down. <laughs> the Kimmer Show <laughs> on News Funny Radio Man. 1067. <laughs> All right, look at it. It's only me. I'll do better. 105 on News Radio 1067. Brand new song coming up for you in just a moment. First, 1971. Peter Cetera of the band Chicago was at a baseball game. Had to have been the White Sox. I doubt it was the Cubbies. He was, he was at a baseball game in Chicago, Peter Cetera, in 1971, and had the crap beat out of him because they didn't like his long hair. <laughs> or the way he sang, apparently. I anyway. Yeah, he got the crap beat out of him. And this is a song with Cher, who is 69 years old today. So anyway, just for the record. And I got It's Only Me, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Don't forget, we'll give away Braves tickets. Go see uh, Military Appreciation Night Saturday night. Braves and Brewers this Saturday night. Four tickets at 2.30. Not now, but at 2.30. And we'll do a little quiz. Just uh, just be listening after 2 o'clock if you can. And we'll give away a little hint there for those tickets. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Have you heard the latest about the so-called mansion murders in Washington, D.C.? This made me sick when I heard about the latest of this case. Uh, a, a man and his wife, their 10-year-old son, and their housekeeper in a mansion in Washington, D.C., which is basically right next to the vice president's mansion in Washington, D.C., is a, a couple of blocks away from Joe Biden's official residence and the National Cathedral. This family, uh, last Thursday, were in their home when Savas Safopoulos, the, gen- the man, left a voicemail for one of his housekeepers saying she should not come into work tomorrow because he said, my wife was sick. And then the wife texted the housekeeper and said, yes, we're sick. Don't come. Please don't come to work tomorrow. Don't come to work tomorrow. 
And he left the the man left a voicemail that said, uh, "My wife's been sick in bed, uh, and don't don't show up for work tomorrow. Don't show up for work tomorrow." The housekeeper who did not show up was very suspicious because she said his voice on the voicemail was very tense. It's something he has never said to me before. And the housekeeper called the wife on her phone to see if she was okay and got no answer. Well, apparently, what had happened was they had already been held captive by intruders. They were tied up. They saved this woman's life by telling her not to come to work tomorrow. She says, I don't know why I was spared. They saved my life by telling me not to come into work. I don't know why her life was spared. my life was spared. She said, God saved my life. They saved my life. Apparently, uh, shortly after that, the three out of the four, the man, his wife, and their 10-year-old son, and the housekeeper, were stabbed to death and beaten to death, and then they set the house on fire. But the last effort of the man and his wife, knowing that they were, I assume knowing that they were probably on their last breaths, was to save the housekeeper who had not come into work yet. Noble thing, but what a terrible story. And we don't know why either. I have no idea what what the motive was. And possibly figure out what the heck the motive was. And by the way, the latest on that gang shooting in uh, El Waco, Texas, uh, whether now there's more threats of even more uh, police retaliation against the cops, for example, and uh, if you should remember nine dead, and we don't know whether the cops killed them or they killed each other, the uh, gangbangers or motorcycle gangsters. Uh, but there were nine killed uh, last week. In Chicago, forty-nine people got shot. Forty-nine people got shot last weekend in Chicago. But they can talk about the white trash, uh, you know, shooting up the place in El Waco, Texas. 49 got shot in Chicago over the weekend. <laughs> Crime capital of the putty tat's life there and his buddy Rahm Emanuel. Unbelievable. I mean, just uh, just unconscionable. It's, uh, we got a brand new song. It's uh, Hello and Goodbye, Davey. <laughs> Look out. Ladies and gentlemen, as we wrap things up here on The Late Show, I'd like to leave you with this little song. Well, my bags are packed and I'm ready to split. My ratings, they had gone too low. <laughs> they forced me out because the Jimmies were kicking my ass. Yeah, Dave, you just didn't want to hear him say, <laughs> you're <Jimmy>. fired. <laughs> Bitter old man, that's pretty much me. Liberal and so unfunny. <laughs> So bad I couldn't even beat Leno. Couldn't beat Leno? Give me a break. You couldn't beat Nightline. I'm leaving my show in last place. My ratings, they were a real disgrace. Yeah, the last deal says you owed viewers. I live my bias show, and Michelle and I want to thank you for never asking us a tough question. I brought in folks I paid to laugh. I had sex with my entire staff. <laughs> CBS, they should have let me go. I see you follow Bill Clinton's advice on hiring interns. I'm leaving my show in third place. I don't know if I'll ever even show my face. I bet you're glad to see me go. And don't miss our final show for the whole hour. It's going to be Rachel Maddow. <laughs> What a treat. David Letterman saying adios. One last time. Last show tonight. My goodness. It's 110. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Here's Greg on News Radio 1067. Hey, Greg, how's it going? Doing well, Kimber. What's up, Good man? Good to talk with you. Thank you. My pleasure, I, sir. 
Yes, sir. Every day, I live in LaGrange, and every day I come to Atlanta on business right there, and I always can't wait till I can get your station on. Well, thank you. But you talked about something today I'm very familiar with. I worked for Takata for eight years. Oh, really? Where about in Japan or in America? No, here in America. And Uh I actually sent a tweet to you guys about 15 minutes ago as to where that location was. Well, yeah. we got a tweet. Are we, do we tweet? Have we got tweeting? I don't think we have a tweet. Do we have a, yeah. Staff, yeah. staff. Right well, we can't. Well, we'll get right. Get our best man okay. on that. Well, right, it's, so it's tell me, tell me it's something. Just sixty miles, sixty miles south of right. there. So what's the deal? The company, do they know these things were bad all the time? Were you told no, to make bad no, stuff or what? No, no. There was there was an enormous amount of testing that went in went into this. We did have a couple of small instances in the plant right there. But what I wanted to tell the people, everybody's going to panic over this. Yeah. 34 but million probably, recalls. <laughs> yeah, but probably five out of every 10 cars you pass on the road is going to be a Takata airbag. Yeah, in there. at least. These were not. I'm not a promoter of the company. I'm no longer with them there. Yeah. They're not here anymore. They all, they're in most of Lake Washington and back in Japan and in Mexico. I got you. But think of how many. You said there's 30, how many million? 34 million, yeah. There was five deaths related to this, correct? That's what, what brought this recall five or on. I think six, but yes, yeah, five or six, People, yes. you know, please think about how many lives these things have saved. And Takata is the one name that you hear, but there's probably 10 or 12 different companies that build these things across this country. Yeah. And don't panic. I drive a car myself that has one of the airbags in that I helped uh-huh. work on. I'm not, I'm not concerned at all. Kimmer, have you ever seen an airbag? Do you know what that is? Yeah. Do you know oh, what yeah. the, yeah. the yeah. part that, you know, 10 inches from your face is a pipe bomb? Yeah, right. The plastic I mean, thing comes shot right into your forehead. You see, in fact, Greg, i got to run the traffic, but thanks. If you see people who have been in an accident with an airbag deployed, their foreheads have a big red mark from that plastic thing that goes flying off the steering wheel. I mean, it, it, it's the speed of sound. I mean, you go bam, wow, and you're going to have a headache. All right, 112, 113. But we're not going to sit here and listen to <laughs> Greg. you bad mouth the United States of America. <laughs> Gentlemen. <laughs> Are you with me? The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. All right, I got it. This is David Letterman, and this portion of our show is brought to you by Michael Graham. Michael Graham. Finally, finally, Michael's got somebody to share all that attention with, and it ain't the Kimmer. (laughs) Here he is, your temporary host. Uh, uh, Who cares who he is? (laughs) Thank you, Dave. Last night, tonight, 33 years of broadcasting. Here we go. One twenty. Jane Wheatland. Jane Wheatland. The Go Go's is fifty-seven today. Actor John Billingsley from Enterprise is fifty-five, and TV personality Ted Allen from Queer Eye for the Straight Guys fifty. Is that still on? That's not on. My uh, my final wife used to make me watch that with her every week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. <coughs> I'm not a man. All <laughs> oh, the context. You know, if I'd only found her her own gay guy, I'd probably still be married. I mean, really, I think every violent marriage ought to have at least one gay guy for the wife, so that you know, believe me, everything would be fine. Um, also, <coughs> uh, speaking of singing stuff, The Voice last night, a 16-year-old kid named Sawyer Fredericks won season eight of The Voice. Sixteen. 
Now, I've never watched the show, but Pharrell Williams was his uh, coach, gave the first team victory on the NBC competition. He's a homeskid, uh, homeskid, homeschooled kid from upstate New York. 16-year-old Fred, uh, Sawyer Fredericks won season eight of, what do you call it, the uh, voice. Wow, not bad. All right, I got it. It's one of the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. Oh, hold everything. There's the old newsmaker line. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsmaker line. Good afternoon. News nugget. <laughs> hey, Urban. This is Harmon. Kimmer Alex Tickleman. The call girl got six years for manslaughter. Yes, six, guilty. Yeah, six years. Yeah. Faces additional charges for another murder in the state of Georgia. Yeah. And, man, I'm glad I, Herman Kane never came across her. <laughs> I bet you are, sir. Or, or located her profile <laughs> on backpage.com. <laughs> avoid her. I mean, lucky for me, she wasn't in the shucky-ducky section when I looked. <laughs> I mean, talk about dodging a needle, Kimmer. Dodging a needle. No! No! <laughs> dodging a needle. There's talk of doing an Alex Tickleman movie, Kimmer. A movie? Really? I didn't hear Yeah, that. I wonder who they're going to get to play the heroine. The heroine? Oh, Maybe ah! Courtney Love, you know? <laughs> oh, the heroine that they jabbed in the real vein there. I'm Terrible. throwing these things to you, man. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not, I've been you sick. You know what Alex Tinkleman would call a date with Philip Seymour Hoffman? No, I don't, sir. Self-service. So, oh, oh, two for one right there, boy. <laughs> Thank you so much. News Nugget News 2, Brad Achiever Daycare Center. Uh, operator Melinda Hamilton, according yep. to your newscast. It yep. won't be on ours until probably day after tomorrow. <laughs> Melinda Hamilton must wait 21 days to learn her fate, yeah. Kimmer. Her fate, really, yeah. Given the phrase, a hog on ice, a whole new meaning. <laughs> Ain't that right, J.D. Dupree? <laughs> well, you know, Herman, hog on ice is just an expression. It's not an actual hog on actual ice. It has no real meaning. <laughs> What is bipartisan? Oh, no, mean? You mean like when I said I promise to love, honor, and obey till death do us part? Right, till death, death do you part. You making fun of the way I talk there, Jamie, the most connected man in five points. What's that weather looking like, Kurt Manish? Well, my exclusive forecast, a large warm front is headed my way this afternoon. And look for an increase in temperatures in Metro Atlanta. Thank you so much, Kirk. <laughs> Let's get a sneak preview of the Eric Erickson show this afternoon. Eric, what can we expect? <laughs> well, Rocky will watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. <laughs> Nothing up my sleeve, presto. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm Bullwinkle or Goofy, but I'm Eric Erickson. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Oh, man. Got the whole lot up in here this <laughs> afternoon. Well, I got to go, Kim. I just got a text from my niece, Wink Wink. Oh, your niece texted you? Yeah, she's on Ponce and she need a ride. And she said I might have to drop her off somewhere, too, so I better go, you know. <laughs> By the way, for all you listening out there, you know, I'm still looking for a girl Friday. Are you a girl Friday? Yeah, a couple months for the weekend, you know. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Herman, you show. tricker, you. Thank you, Herman. Well, it's not actually a girl Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Either any day would be good. You know, <laughs> or a pond would good be for nice. you. <laughs> You're on Briar, right? <laughs> you want a ruling, Herman? <laughs> Titleist? <laughs> Herman, right here with a giver. Look out. A News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's 124 
And it's uh, it's no laughing matter what's happening now in Ramadi. And and the White House, by the way, is still pretending that everything uh, fighting ISIS is just fine. Are we going to uh, uh, light our hair on fire uh, every time that there is a setback in the campaign against ISIL? Or are we going to take very seriously our responsibility to evaluate those areas where we succeed uh, and evaluate where steps are necessary for us to change our strategy where we've sustained setbacks? Yeah, it's no big deal. Until you see the mother of the first Navy SEAL killed in Ramadi trying to take the town years ago, and now the Iraqi soldiers have turned and fled, dropped their weapons, left the American weapons that we bought them, the tanks and anti-aircraft vehicles, over, just left them there, dropped their guns, and ran away. Ran away. They were afraid. You know the veteran Pete Hegseth, a, a, a veterans group leader and also a, a Fox contributor, says this is just typical. In Mosul, in Ramadi, in Fallujah, ISIS is literally lighting people on fire. Every setback for the White House is a massacre. Every setback for the White House is a stain on someone like Mark Lee and what they gave in Ramadi. Every setback makes it that much more difficult to retake a Ramadi, emboldens ISIS, and, and undermines our credibility in that region. It underscores how, fu- how fundamental fundamentally disconnected they are from the nature of the enemy that we face. Bob Gates said it right today. They have no strategy at all in Iraq or the Middle East, and they have the audacity, Megan, to call it an overall success. Don't call me Megan. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That was, he was on Megan Kelly. I think. Anyway, what's that? <laughs> well, he wasn't, you know. <laughs> you know, not everything is literal. You know, I'm, just, <laughs> I, I, you know I'm, a, I'm a linguist. I call myself a linguist, but that, I'm an educated man. <laughs> no, see, there you go again. Iron my, my shirt. No, just a second there. Anyway, coming up, we'll do more Newsbreak Alliance sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Uh, also, uh, the uh, Letterman song, in case you missed it, we'll play that repeatedly today and coming up shoegate at the Cannes film festival shoegate yeah, now we're getting somewhere with the camera on news radio 1067 hi this is andy rooney do you ever wonder why anybody would listen to a replay of the camera much less the real show no seriously be sure to tune in monday through friday noon to three for the camera right here on news radio 106.7 this is William Shatner, and now here's your host. It's not fair to say that management <laughs> has forgotten the Kimmer. Well, no, I mean, I... hell, it's not like they ever acknowledged him in the first place. <laughs> Get real, people. Thank you. And now here he is, at least until Friday, Kim <laughs> Thank you so very much. Again, they're waiting to see how it works out. I don't have any problems. Everything's fine. 134. And here's Leon. on the China. Never met it before. Who cares? <laughs> when you drop kick your jacket... As it came through the door, Leon Redbone. But sometimes things the theme to Mr. Belvedere. No one spared. Well, Leon Redbone is giving up show business. Leon Redbone is retiring from performing and recording because he has some serious health issues. They don't say what they are, but he's uh, apparently having some serious problems. Redbone, Leon Redbone, was a cult musician. A frequent guest on the Johnny Carson Tonight Show in the early years of Saturday Night Live. And he did the theme to Mr. Belvedere. And Leon Redbone is now retiring. It's kind of a shame. He was definitely an interesting character. Uh, And Rumor Willis has won the 10th anniversary Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Her her pro partner is Val Shavkovsky. And they had a string of perfect scores uh, for the final weeks of the competition. 
Uh, and the head judge said that Rumor Willis, which is Bruce, who is Bruce Willis and Demi's more Demi's more uh, Moore's kid, uh, Rumor Willis, he said the judge says was as good as anyone who's ever been on the show. And then they also she won the thing, and they had an Army combat vet and double amputee Noah Galloway. Did you see that he came in third? And he's you know he has one leg and one arm, and um, you know I mean that's great and everything. And he came in third, but it's I I, I get to me this almost looks like they're trying to deliberately make a publicity stunt to show that we really care about our wounded warrior veterans kind of thing. You know what I mean? And it just, to me, it's like a it's just I don't know I I'm, I'm mm, I don't know I. I Probably shouldn't be critical, but it, just, it sort of bothers me. It's just like it's having a you know a trained seal to entertain the people to pretend that they care about veterans. He was a seal, <laughs> <laughs> soldier. <laughs> you know you're a cold bastard. I'm sorry, you're just a cold bastard. You soulless bastard. <laughs> you're going to hell when you die. Let's just say it. <laughs> no, anyway, no, and I and I don't. It's not an issue. I'm I'm not trying to start anything. I'm just saying, me per- personally, just me personally, it sort of bothers me because I think it's like taking advantage and pretending that they're doing something to help the troops. What's the What's that TV show doing to help the troops? I mean, what, you know, what's are you kidding? I mean, what what's, what's that guy? Other than getting publicity for the, for a guy who got shot up in the war, I mean, but it just you know that's not how you. I, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. And I'm not. I'm not saying they shouldn't do it. I'm just saying I won't. I don't watch. It makes me uncomfortable, and I'm not going to watch it. And I think you know. And frankly, you know, it's the same people who aren't even flying their American flags anymore. I mean, what you know? I remember nine eleven. For God's sakes, and nine eleven after nine eleven, everybody flew their American flag. Everybody in America had American flags flown in every stinking house in every stinking neighborhood. Find some now. I mean, what happened? Well, what's different? I don't know. But we're not going to sit here and listen to you bad mouth the United States of America. Gentlemen. <laughs> so there. Uh, 137. It's on the camera. I got Newsmaker Line sponsored by the Siding Doctor. You hear David Ledman's song here again shortly. And for, uh, to the phones, here's Anne on News Radio 1067. Hello, Anne. Welcome. Hey, I, I have been brooding over the fact that for the last 30 years I've written this thank you note to David Letterman, and now he's leaving, I still haven't written the note. But I just wanted to share this fact with you. Yes. David, Le- David Letterman in 1975, sensing that the blacks at the University of Michigan and Ann Arbor, Michigan, were seriously aggrieved, literally the young David Letterman invited all the blacks who were unsatisfied with their situation at the University of Michigan to come to his university, Ball State, in Muncie, Indiana. Uh-huh. He was just a brave young soul, and I have never ceased to thank him. You know, in my head, that is. And now he's leaving, and I'm feeling is like a real grunt. Well, wait a I missed I'm something. Talking. He 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 told all the, the all the black students at University of Michigan if they didn't like the way they were being treated, they should go to Ball State. And did they, or did anyone? Or I mean, this many. Is... I, I knew some personally who did, and over a twenty-year period. There was a substantial population at, at Muncie. I haven't checked recently at Ball State. I haven't checked recently, but I just—I was just—I was so moved by that gesture. I mean, I just—I don't know. It just left a really big thing with me for years. And here he is leaving today, 
and I'm caught up, and I'm trying to think, oh, God, I've got to email him real quick because he needs to know just how important that was to many of us there at the time. It really was significant because we were really feeling pretty rough. No kidding. And uh, I, just, I just thought it was a great gesture, and I just never have forgotten it. I mean, it's the little things you white people don't know that we feel. Free <laughs> well, now, wait a minute. <laughs> what, what, what was so bad? <laughs> I, University, so bad I know, sweetie. I know. <laughs> and don't call me, sweetie. Now, uh, but, now, University of Michigan is one of the prestigious schools in the country. If you're going to University University of Michigan, you've done well in school, and you obviously have some brain power. So what, what could be so bad about being a student at University of Michigan in 1975? Oh, God, you got to be kidding. We had just elected the first black SGA president, the guy, young black guy from Chicago, brilliant, 3.9 GPA, uh, just wonderful. And, um, and, and he was now the new SGA president, just as how popular he really was among all the students. But there was a cadre of the young Jews who really just fought him tooth and nail. They went to every extreme. But it was fairly rough. I mean, let's face it. Uh, we had never gotten... It was, it was, I mean, they were just racist. I, I had, if I hadn't comforted myself with my French professor, I would have dropped out a long time ago. I mean, right, was, I'm a little confused here for a second. So, so in other words, it's a, all right, so let me get this straight. <laughs> Hold on a minute. All right, so here we go. Okay. All right. So it's the Jews against the blacks. <laughs> I got to put my money on the blacks. I'm just saying. I don't, now, I, now, I'm just saying. I'm just, I, you know, all right, you got your Jews, okay? You got your, you got your Jews over here. You got your blacks over there. And uh, there's a little something going on. I got to go with the blacks. I get, you know, I mean. <laughs> They could pay other black. It was so. It was. It was so horrible in 1975 at the University of Michigan that they had to be convinced to leave and go to Indiana. Well, all right. I mean, I'm. I, I, racial nirvana. It's sort of a nirvana of some kind, so that's fine with me. I don't have any problem with that whatsoever. All right, 141, <laughs> it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. Don't forget, tickets for the Braves Saturday night, four tickets for the Brewers Braves Military Appreciation Night this Saturday. I'll give them away at 230. During the news at 2.30, we'll ask you a question. Keep listening to the show, and uh, something before 2.30 will pop up a question for us to give away the tickets on there. And also, more. Uh, we just got some more emails from the uh, Takata company for the uh, shrapnel airbags. <clears throat> so, And again, whether I, 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 can't, I keep getting confused. I can't remember whether Mr. Takata uh, was his family from Hiroshima and his wife's family was from Nagasaki, or whether he was from Nagasaki and the wife's family was from Hiroshima. I don't know whether that has anything... To do with the fact that he sent 34 million cars to America that explode when you get in an accident and rip your face off. Now, you know, allegedly. Ooh, allegedly. <laughs> but they had some other products that the uh, Takata company sent to America. For example, uh, the collapsible baby cribs with side pockets to catch severed fingers. You know, I mean, at least they thought of the extras. Uh, the new high-def TV resolution from Japan, made possible only through a conductor built with the ground-up pelvic bones of Korean pleasure women. So again, these are some of the products that you may not have heard of. Secret emails confirming the Takata family restaurant chain tricking American customers into thinking it's sushi, but it's snot. It's not sushi. See, it's not, it's not sushi. <laughs> hey, hi -oh. 142 and all. The issue here is not whether we broke a few <laughs> rules or took a few liberties with our female party guests. We did. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home. Yeah, boy. On news Radio 1067. Yes, sir. 
I say, I say, <laughs> this is Foghorn Leghorn, <laughs> son. Yes, sir. And this portion of the Kim Peterson show is brought to you by the new Star Trek movie. Oh, yeah. A little different. This time, Leonard Nimoy will be playing Bones. I said, oh, Dr. Spock will be playing Bones. He died. It's a joke, son. <laughs> and now right. here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> it got it right there, so look out. Here we go. It's only me. It's only the killer. Newsmaker line coming up, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. But first, Susan Cowsill of the group known as the Susans is 56 today. No, it's the Cowsills. Teasing you there for a moment. Yes, it's the Susans, isn't it? 56 years old, but Susan, the thing there, was the thing there. Uh, this was the day actor Charlie Sheen was admitted to an L.A. hospital for drug overdose in 1998. Co-star of the most unfunny television program in the history of America. Never swear, I never cracked so much as a smile watching that stupid two-and-a-half man. It was just the corniest, dumbest... God! Anyway, uh, on this day uh, in 1927, Charles Lindbergh took off from Roosevelt Field in New York aboard the Spirit of St. Louis on his historic solo flight to France. 1927. And it was also on the same day to commemorate it. In 1932, the same day, Amelia Earhart took off from Newfoundland to become the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic. But because of weather and problems with the plane, she had to set down in Northern Ireland, never made it to France. So <laughs> it's a Jesus, Amelia! Amelia! One fifty-one. Hey, there's a newsmaker line. Let's use on the old newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mister Heston. Well, yes, sir. Wasn't Amelia Earhart the woman who gave Al Chervik a heads up that there was bad weather on the way and to get off, out of the coast? <laughs> It's a famous Caddyshack. Or she almost gave him a, <laughs> almost, a almost. warning. That, yes, she was a warning, all right. Yeah, I tell you what, the Boy Scouts want to yeah. ban water pistols water. because it's not nice to yeah. point. Yeah, point, yeah. Yeah, try telling that to a boy in the storage room over at Champion Theme Middle School. <laughs> you know that math teacher over there, Quentin Wright, yeah. used to be a Boy Scout. Himself. He was a Boy Scout? I didn't know. Yeah, that. when the leader told him to be prepared, he stopped by a Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whoever thought that needing the magnum size would earn you a merit badge? <laughs> I'm glad I don't know what any of this means, I'll tell you that. Me too, sir. Hey, Mr. Heston. Yes, sir. Did you hear about the Boy Scout who filled his water pistol in the Chattahoochee River? No, I didn't, sir. It jammed on him. <laughs> I said... <laughs> Hey, that's not a turtle. <laughs> now it's time for everyone's favorite feature. The reason the shopping malls are empty and the highways are deserted, it's Charnack. Charnack. The Magnificent. The Magnificent. <laughs> the answer is the Atlanta Hawks and John Boy. The Atlanta Hawks and John Boy. They have two things that will be underdogs tonight. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, wow. Yo, yeah. will be favorites is what oh, I meant. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> Even I'm ashamed of that one. <laughs> the answer is Kennesaw State President Dan Papp. 
Get us Clayton on County Hill. Sheriff Victor Hill and middle school teacher Quentin Wright. Then Pep Victor Hill, Quentin Wright. Name a wimp, a rimp, a shrimp, and a pimp. <laughs> Name a wimp, a shrimp, and a pimp. <laughs> I worked okay the second time. I get for making fun of John Boy's girlfriend. See? God bless the me. The newspaper line God's got you. I know, and I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, the final envelope final, for this afternoon. Thank you, God. <laughs> May your baby daughter's first words sound like Belinda Skelton. <laughs> If I don't get my bottle, I'm going to cry my eyes out. And you know, my eyesight has never been better. (laughs) The answer is, cover me on this one. (laughs) The answer is the bottom of a staircase and the Fox News Christmas party. The bottom of the staircase and the Fox News Christmas party. Name two places Bill O'Reilly drug his wife to. (laughs) (laughs) You're going. Get off the floor. Come on, you're going. (laughs) Pick her up by the neck. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) The Cavaliers are favorites, so the Hawks and Cowboy would be underdogs. Underdogs, not not the favorites, you see. (laughs) When Polly's in trouble, I am not slow. It's hip, 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 and away I go. Wrong underdog. That's my God, man. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll destroy underdog. I'm Simon Mars Minister. Simon says freeze. Sorry. I'm no, no, losing it completely here. You can go right till three as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> hey, boss, it's sweet poly purebred. What should we do? Yeah. I don't know, Cat. I'm out of material. Let's go. <laughs> God bless me for getting into this. <laughs> He'll be setting a record. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> it's going to let him go. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Uh, the Hawks. Big game. The Hawks in Cleveland. Hawks have never been to the... They, they weren't in the Eastern Final or District when they were doing... Uh, and I was telling John Boy about the last time I went to a Hawks game was at the Omni, I think. <laughs> Where I came out and I was stopped at a stoplight in front of a closed-up liquor store, and there were three guys up against the boarded-up liquor store at the stoplight, and I was there, and one guy came up to me with uh, he had he was wearing a hoodie, sweatshirt, and he had one hand behind his back, and he kind of came up, kind of looking side to side as he came to approach my car. So I put a round in the chamber, made sure I had a round in the chamber, and, and pointed to the gun through the door window in case something was going on. And he, was, he came up to the car. I'm getting really nervous, really nervous, and he whips his hand out from behind his back. It's a squeegee. He wanted to clean my windshield. I thought it was, a, and and then he yelled out. He saw my gun when he got to the windshield. He said, "He said, hey, he's got a gun. He's got a gun." I said, "Oh crap!" <laughs> so so I blew through that red light. He said, I, "I got the hell out of there, pally boy," because his buddies were coming over from the boarded up liquor store. Iron my shirt. Yeah, one fifty seven on News Radio one oh six seven. Clean this. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase. 
showcase photo and video. This is Robin Leach. You're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show, and I don't know why. Be sure to tune into The Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. Kimmer's eyes are like the stars, very far apart. The Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. All right, now wait a minute. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> there we go. Stand by. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. 205 on News Radio 1067. Coming up, News Mega Line, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Brand new song in just a moment, too, on the old Kimmer program. This was the day, 1967. Jimi Hendrix signed his first U.S. recording contract with Reprise, Reprise Records. I always want to say Reprise. It's pronounced Reprise Records in 1967. Also, at Ground Zero in New York City, a hot dog vendor named Ahmed Mohammed has been getting into some fistfights lately over the prices charged for his wares. Apparently, some cameras for a TV station in New York caught him, this guy Mohammed, charging tourists $30 for a hot dog and 15 bucks for a pretzel. And some one guy came up and said he was charging him $15 for a pretzel at the World Trade Center. And the guy said, what are you, a crook? He said, I'm not a tourist. I know the price of things in New York. And the guy tried to sell him a $15 pretzel and a $30 hot dog. So there have been fistfights all over the place at Ground Zero over this hot dog vendor. I start, fights started breaking out over all his prices. Um, one guy, was a security guard, said five times since May 13th, there have been fights over the prices charged for hot dogs, pretzels, water, and soda. $15 for a pretzel and $30 for a hot dog. <laughs> oh, God, man. All right. Two, oh, sweetness belt. Sweetness belt. All right, hold on a minute. Get your stupid sweetness belt right here. Oops, maybe I don't have your sweetness. I'm coming, I'm coming. All right, some of the things affecting a blonde's year in review. In January, Pretty Blonde took back a new scarf to the store because it was too tight. Uh, hello. What the hell is this? And that's how I ended up killing those four people in self-defense. All right, back to the phones, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. Uh, 207. But again, I, you know, I'm never going to repeat that story because I could get in serious trouble for it. But uh, anyway, we'll try to keep that as we can. All right, uh, so on the camera, how about a new song? Yes, uh, David Letterman's last night. Here we go. Hey, Dave. <laughs> What's happening, David? Ladies and gentlemen, as we wrap things up here on The Late Show, I'd like to leave you with this little song. Well, my bags are packed and I'm ready to split. My ratings, they had gone too low. They forced me out because the Jimmies were kicking my ass. Yeah, Dave, you just didn't want to hear him say, you're fired. Bitter old man, that's pretty much me. Liberal and so unfunny <laughs> So bad I couldn't even beat Leno Couldn't beat Leno, give me a break You couldn't beat Nightline I'm leaving my show in last place My ratings, they were a real disgrace Yeah, the last Nielsen's you old viewers I let my bias show And Michelle and I want to thank you for never asking us a tough question I brought in folks, I paid to laugh had sex with my entire staff. 
CBS. They should have let me go. I see you follow Bill Clinton's advice on hiring interns. <laughs> I'm leaving my show in third place. I don't know if I'll ever even show my face. I bet you're glad to see me go. <laughs> and don't miss our final show for the whole hour. It's going to be Rachel Maddow. <laughs> it's just what we need. 209 on News Radio 1067. All right. Thank you, David. Uh, let's go. Oh, it's a phone time. 844 1067. Stan, my official, unofficial black guy. Hello, Stanley. Kimmer, how are you doing? We're doing great. How are you, my friend? Hey, I'm doing good. You know, I, I uh, really was glad you shared that story because everything came together. It did kind of, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Remember the day I came up there and, and I said, well, you know what? I'm picking up this pride. I got a chance to meet the Kimmer. And then it, 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 I always wondered, why did you have your hand behind your back when you came out? <laughs> <laughs> they say black guy in the lobby, black guy in the lobby. <laughs> well, you never know, Stanley. <laughs> Listen, I honestly, that, and I told John, that's an absolutely true story. I was scared to death, and I know it was, I mean, it was a... Uh, a generalization. It was a stereotype. It was a whole thing. But honestly, I was sitting there at a traffic light, and there was three guys. Now, I didn't mention any races, but you can assume from the way I described it, yes, the guy who came up in my car was a black guy, and the guys standing up against a boarded-up liquor store were all black. But, uh, you know, but still, that didn't matter. With a hoodie and a hand behind his back, looking both directions as he saunters up to my car window, I got very nervous. And then he saw the gun, and he yelled out, he's got a gun! Uh-oh! <laughs> Damn! I went black. Going through that red light stand and laid rubber all the way down the block. It was unbelievable. Anyway, I hope that, but I, you know, I, and I know it's not the right thing, but I, I think I did the right thing, and it was just, uh, thank God it ended nicely. <laughs> with well, no problem. I'll, I'll, I'll say this about that. This day and age, you got to be careful anybody approach your car. Yeah, you know? yeah, you do. It's not right, but it's uh, it's just reality, you know, and, and, and luckily, you know, nobody overreacted. Everything was fine. Uh, but it scared the crap out of me for a while there, I promise you. Anyway, Stanley, you have a great day, man. Always a pleasure to talk to my friend Stanley, the official, unofficial black guy at a camera. Program. I didn't know Bentley's moved that fast. No, either. it was not. <laughs> yeah. I know I was driving a little mini car that with a five-speed. And, uh, boy, I laid rubber out of that thing so fast. It was brutal. Uh, a couple of quick um, uh, these emails or uh, Kimmer Facebook page? Facebook, Facebook page. Uh, from Solomon uh, writes in, Dancing with the Stars is not making a statement about the military. I was talking about the, the two-limb uh, cut-off um, army guy on Dancing with the Stars came in third. And I, it, it bothers me a little bit because it looks like it's a dog and pony show. That, anyway, he says uh, they are going for the shock factor from hoping that Paul's ex, Heather Mills's leg would fall off to the prospect that then 83-year-old Cloris Leachman would drop dead on live TV. What a classless show from Solomon. And I was talking about the Nerf bullet. A kid in a fifth grader in New Jersey had a Nerf foam rubber Nerf bullet fall out of his backpack or his pocket in school. They suspended him for five days. And Bruce, uh, the L-man, writes in, Nerf bullet? My grandson was sent home from school for shooting another kid with a banana. <laughs> bang, bang, you know. Uh, when I was in high school in Pennsylvania, he says, we carried our 22s on the school bus because we had a rifle team. I used to bring a 22 on, on my bike. Yeah. I rode my bike to school carrying my 22 once for show and tell. Really? Yes, sir. Huh. Anyway, 212, 212. Looks like you've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> the Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home Stand on by. News Radio 1067. Here we go. 
Well, this is John Wayne. (laughs) This portion of our show is brought to you by Steve McCoy. In the words of the sales department, truly he is the son of God. (laughs) And now here's your host, the ISDN guy from San Diego. No, 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 no. it's only me, it's only the camera. 220, oh, just in, another one of the uh, Takata family's... uh, Products they sent to America, a Dr. Takata's Tabasco-laced hemorrhoid wipes. Now, to me, <laughs> that's just unfair. You're out to get us, I tell you, for these shrapnel airbags. First, holy crap, it's sports and Pete Davis. Your Atlanta Hawks take step one to crushing the hopes of Cleveland fans yet again. <laughs> Once and for all. It is our national raison de trois to crush the hopes of Cleveland fans. Hawks host LeBron James and the Four Tops tonight in Phillips. The, all right, sir. The Cavaliers are favored. And that's because the Jews got involved. <laughs> Where's our caller in when you need her? Uh, your Atlanta Braves followed home to Tampa 5-3. to three. Mike Fultonavich pitched all right. The rookie's still learning, but you can see his talent. Atlanta native Nick Massett scored a, or pitched a score to City in his Braves debut. Excellent. He's Saint- going from Triple A Gwinnett, right? Well, they got, just they got him from Tampa Bay. They got him from Tampa Bay. Oh, that's okay. No, but they no, just... no, they got him from Miami. They got him from Miami. Yeah, Sorry okay. about that. My bad. Uh, same two teams tonight. Jake Odereater for the Rays. Williams Perez <laughs> makes his. It's Odorisi or something. Yeah, that's not uh, Williams Easy Perez for you to say. is making his starting <laughs> debut for us. Yeah. Since I wasn't here yesterday, I'll And he's the guy from Triple A Gwinnett. Yes. There you go. You are correct. So you know, I knew there was something. Someone's one guy's got to be from Gwinnett. Happy birthday. <laughs> Make me a liar. I'm an educated man. <laughs> Happy belated birthday to the greatest college quarterback of all time, Archie Manning. Oh, there you go. Uh, so KFC is bringing back Colonel Sanders. They're bringing back the Colonel. I hope he's sobered up. But let me just quote the late great Colonel Sanders, who said, "I'm too drunk to taste this chicken." <laughs> <laughs> the NFL has changed the extra point rule for next season. They'll kick it from the 15-yard line. But this year, the kickers will have to hold a live chicken under one arm during the kick. <laughs> now, let me ask you this. Yes, if they decide not to kick and want to go for two, then they still go to the two-yard line, or do they have to do it from 15 yards? Two yards. Okay, two, so two it's yards. only the kick goes to 15 if they want That's to kick true. the boy. Okay, no. If the foul touches the ground at any time during the play, the kicker will be burned to the stake as part of the halftime show. Oh, and see, I interrupted your whole <laughs> no, thing. That's okay. My Falcons, bad. President you should, just next time, just tell me to shut up. No, I'm not going to do that. Well, really, what you should be telling is just, you know, if I ever have to, you know, if I'm interrupting you, and, you know, just tell me to shut up. I should do this. Is that what yeah. you do? Okay. So, if I keep interrupting you, <laughs> say shut up, my right, God, man. Up. I'm feeding this to you underhand. Right. Holy criminy. Oh, foghorn. God, uh, is it three yet? Uh, yeah. Uh, Rich McKay voted for this change and looks forward to piping in extra crowd noise in hopes of distracting the kicker. Uh, see, that's third story I just interrupted. I, I have no idea what it shut meant up. for the one most. Thank you. This just in, former Fighting Irish quarterback Everett Golson, yeah. who recently announced he was transferring to Florida State, yeah. has now transferred again. Oh, no, wait a minute. I, instead, Are of you play, serious? I'm serious. Instead of playing for FSU, he's now going to play for Faber College. Oh, my God. Faber College, where knowledge is good. <laughs> By the way, the Faber College football team is known as? The uh, Idiot Child. Close. The Mongols. The Mongols. <laughs> oh, that's a bad job. I didn't mean that. Well, no, the Mongols of Mongolia, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, who Mongolia. are, you know, the hordes of screaming uh, butchers uh, in the I, Mongols I, of Mongolia. <laughs> I hope that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Former NFL recidivist Warren Sapp has wiggled out of trouble once again. After getting caught soliciting, then beating up two hoes in Phoenix during the Super Bowl, he will not serve any jail time. 
All SAP has to do is show up for something called Prostitution Solicitation Diversion Program. Oh, my God. Plus, he has to pay the two hoes about 1500 bucks. There you go. So the question is, how do you divert someone from wanting to solicit a prostitute? <laughs> Dangle a rubber mouse in front of their face? <laughs> Shock them with an electric dog collar? <laughs> Here, look at this. Isn't that what you pay hoes to do anyway? <laughs> Sap claims he already paid the two ladies of the evening 300 bucks each, but that they had a disagreement over his tip. I'm sorry, the, tip. <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, Warren reportedly told them, hey, ladies, just try the tip. And they replied, sorry, Mr. Sapp, but your tip is not enough. <laughs> there you go. And then they got a fight. Always tip your prostitute. <laughs> buy this to a dipper over like a cow. Just common decency. On this date, 1920, the Chicago woman's pol- a hardworking woman. Shut up. <laughs> uh, the Chicago police dressed as soldiers and farmers. Just trying to make a living. Why did they dress as soldiers and farmers? Why did the police day? look as uh, dress as uh, soldiers and farmers? So they could raid the Wrigley Field bleachers, arrested two dozen Cub fans for gambling. Oh, really? On this date, 1920. Wow. And 1945 on this date, Pete Gray led the St. Louis Browns to a doubleheader sweep of the Yankees, scored the winning run in the nightcap, collected three hits in the opener, and the twin bill, the outfielder, made ten putouts in the field. What's so special about Ten this? Ten putouts in the field. What's wow. so special about this? Well, I don't know. Pete Gray had only one arm. No kidding. No kidding. And when was this? 1945. He got to play during the war years, but he only had one arm. And he'd ha- have the glove in his mouth and yeah. take it out from under his arm and throw the ball. Whatever happened, there's a one-arm pitcher who was in college and got drafted and played for Jim Texas Abbott. or some Jim Abbott. Yeah. Pitched a no-hitter. Yeah, he yeah. pitched for a few years. And, and, and wasn't there, was there another guy? I think there wasn't there one more. It was in college. Maybe he didn't make it. I don't know. It doesn't remember. Now, let me ask you about it. We got the Hawks. Uh, first game. They'd never been in the Eastern Division playoffs because they weren't in the Eastern, Eastern Division. Conference finals, yeah. Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern Conference Finals. Cleveland has superstar I tell you what, there's a reason they're an underdog. So it's going to be it's going to be hard. Let's face it, LeBron's the best player on the planet. Yeah. However, if our team, if the Hawks do what got them there, which is everybody scores fourteen points, pass no the ball. Sp- pass the ball. When you Instead get a ten that- point lead, don't go shooting threes. I tell you, I li- watched that last the oh seventh God. game and that whole or sixth game of the last game. And they kept they'd make bring it down the court, make one pass, and throw a brick. I know, going off, you know, and, and then they bring it up again, miss it, bring it up again, going thirty foot off balance brick. What's the what's the? I they can't believe get, it. They, they they just get away from what they were doing. God, just stick to just it, boys. Play stick to your it. game, you'll be fine. All right, thank you, Pete. Now, are you going to pick the Hawks, or do you think, in fact, that they're going to uh, have a heart? This may be the end of it. Yeah. But still, I mean, you got to salute them for what they've done. And, I mean, uh, I'm pulling can, for them. Yeah. That'd be nice. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that hey, be something? The first professional sports team I ever saw was the Atlanta Hawks in the Alexander Memorial Coliseum really? in 1970. Wow. So I'm pulling for the Hawks. Outstanding. Well done. All right. 226. It's on the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. 844 404 1067. Again, if you haven't heard, the Boy Scouts have now outlawed water pistols. Uh, no water guns, no water pistols, and no water balloons unless they're as big as a, only as big as a ping pong ball. Who sells water balloons? Who sells balloons that are only as big as a ping pong ball? That'd be kind of hard to try to, you know, justify. That's a Boy Scouts. Uh, they've also outlawed, well, for example, no spitting, no laughing, no kidding around, no exclamations, no running, no wedgies, no noogies, no talking, no campfires, no poking, no gotchas, no chuckling, no praying, no singing, no hiking. On the other hand, they are allowed to have doily making, vacuuming, dusting, finger printing, EM embroidery, uh, sewing, quilting, sketching, coloring, toad licking, cat tasting, and pastry shaping. So those are the activities for your Boy Scouts this summer. Be there or be square. 227 with a camera. News Megalines next. Look out. Hey, this is Mark Lemke, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. You might enjoy it, though I seriously doubt it. 
This is Chief Ironside. Hey, Chief. And now here's your host. Yes, sir. A man who I really pity because he doesn't have anybody pushing for him. I said he doesn't have anybody pushing for him. Here he is until Friday. Talk about a mercy killing. Kim Peterson. (laughs) No, wait a minute. Hold everything. I can't find my song. Wait a minute. I hate this. No, I'll give you a sweetness, Bell. Hold on. <laughs> sweetness, this. Oh, I can't find it. I hate this. Well, we'll use this one then. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, that's a disappointment. It disappeared. Ah, uh, this one. There we go. <laughs> I hate hollow notes. That's why. <laughs> But it was on this day, Hall & Oates, in 1985, headlined a concert at the Apollo Theater, Apollo Theater in Harlem, benefiting the United Negro College Fund on this day, 1985. It was on this day, ironically, in 1961, a mob attacked a busload of Freedom Riders in Montgomery, Alabama, prompting the government to send U.S. Marshals to restore order in 1961. Yeah. Oh, look out, it's only me. It's only the camera. Tooth 36. Let's give away some tickets. I have Newsmaker Line sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. Coming up in the song. and episode. But first, uh, let's give away some tickets to the Braves. Four tickets, Braves Brewers, this Saturday night. It's Military Appreciation Night at the ballpark. Four tickets, Braves Brewers, this Saturday night. And uh, I'll ask you a question uh, over something that was uh, just on the radio shortly a minute ago. Let's open up the lines. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Four zero four ten sixty seven Braves tickets for this Saturday night. Here's Dave on News Radio one zero six seven. Dave, good afternoon. How you doing, Dave's sir? Right here. <laughs> hey, hey. What's up, hey, Dave? Cameron, I'm doing good. I'm still laughing about the iron size. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Our aim is to please, my friend. All right, Pete has oh, a question and for the Braves tickets for Saturday night. What is the name of the Faber College football team? Ah, something mentioned in Pete's Sports at the end of Pete's Sports just a few minutes ago. The the nickname for the Faber College, as in uh, Animal House, Faber College football team. Oh gosh, uh, we made we sort of made it, fun of it. Yeah, I know it starts with a B. Uh, wow, <laughs> sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. Here's Steve. We'll try again on News Radio 1067. The name of the uh, Faber College football team, Steve. I'm sorry, I don't know. I just heard you guys say it, and I forgot. Uh, sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. I knew this was going to be too. I hate to trick people and stuff, but it, it, you said it a few minutes ago. Right, here's what's that, Neil, Nels, Niels, Niels, Niels on uh, News Radio 106.7. Hi, welcome aboard. Who's this? It's Niels. You Niels, know, yes, I'm, sir. Yeah, I'm... I'm right there with everybody else. I must have not been listening. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, we got to get with these tickets. Right, let's go to David on News Radio 1067. Hello, David. Help us out here. We have the Faber College football team nickname. They were the Bulldogs. No, sorry. No. So close. It's two syllables. All right. Who's up? Uh, here's uh, Shantae on News Radio 1067. Hi, Shantae. Hey, how are you? We're doing great. Thanks for being with us. Do you have an idea what the Faber College football team mascot name was? I do. It's the Mongols. Yay! Go Hawks! There you go. Outstanding. Well, congratulations. You're going to go to the ballgame Saturday night. Four tickets for Military Appreciation Night, Braves and Brewers. And if you take some uh, selfies or something, we'd love to get some pictures from you and put them up on the Kimmer Show Facebook page. How about that? Awesome. I sure will. Outstanding. Thanks for playing. We'll put you on. Oh, heartbreaker. No, no. We tease. We tease. We got her. Shantae. Excellent. Well, there you go.
Sure. Now, again, I you know, it, um, you have to sort of listen. Sometimes we do that, but that's okay. Everything's good. All right, 238. How about a newsbreaker line, Susander? Good afternoon. Oh, speak of the devil, Cameron. Hey. I figured I'd call in one last time. Hey, or... David Gully, it's an honor, sir. Yeah, I'm still sticking with this retirement thing like anybody's buying that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to go with personal family reasons, but I think some of you, you know, roll that one out and no one bought it. So, uh, Personal family reasons. Yeah, I was going to go with sabbatical, but I think Gary McKee used that one and then was never heard from again. So. Work either. <laughs> David? Yeah, people keep asking what I'm going to do when I get on the radio. You yeah, know, I, yeah. Well, I don't know. Who knows? I, I may even get back into radio. I hear there's a three-hour opening in Atlanta, 12 to 3. Is that somebody? <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> We're trying to nail down the rumor. <laughs> Who knows? I might even do a Dave Letterman podcast. I mean, there's a lot of you know good ones out there. Larry Wax, Eric Von Hester. Okay, those are bad examples. Well, not great examples. A... I don't know, you know as Al Chervik from Caddyshack once said about podcasts, yeah. I tell you, I should have stayed home and talked to myself. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly. <laughs> the wording there. Who knows? I might even get into teaching. Teaching, really? Yeah, with my background with the interns around here, I think I could teach the kids at Champion Middle School a thing or two, don't you? About the three R's, writing, writing, and... Writing? <laughs> I never knew raincoats came in 12 exotic colors for the students. <laughs> Who ever heard of a roll-on? <laughs> you mentioned Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner. Cher, my old nemesis Cher in yeah. 69, which is coincidentally how she got her first... No, it was the year, the year 1969, that when... she got her first recording Recording these contracts. <laughs> Could have been smudged from the tears of sorrow. You know the Almond Brothers slogan, right? The Almond Brothers slogan? No, what was that again? Share and share, share alike. Hey, oh! <laughs> and a special shout out to the camera show today yes, sir. to a race car driver, Tony Stewart, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, really? Who, unlike someone who steps in front of his car, will celebrate his 44th birthday. Oh! 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 oh. <laughs> You know that Tony Stewart, he doesn't just want to win, he wants to flatten the competition. Oh, he's still got it, dude. Tony, he's still got it, buddy. Do you hear Tony Stewart has a new race car? A new race car? Yeah, it'll knock your socks off. Oh, my say. God. Oh. <laughs> Not to mention your glasses, your helmet, and most of your feet. Shin bone. <laughs> Femur. <laughs> Great to be on the show. Thank you, David. Congratulations. Good night. Best of luck to you, Congratulations sir. Congratulations on what? They're blowing my ass out. My God, man. It's over. You think I wanted to leave? <laughs> no, I can't imagine, Dave. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on your last day, David. Look out. It's only me, 241. More news, breaking lines coming up. Sponsored by the Sighting Doctor. And uh, only on the Kimmer program. A Reverend Matthew McKeela from Midland, Michigan, is an anti-gay pastor. He has been uh, texting and sermoning uh, about the transgender movement, assisting opportunistic sickos, preying upon children. How can people prove a man identifies as a woman to prey on girls in restroom? He's just uh, anti-gay venomous uh, uh, attitudes until they just caught him on the website called Grinder, where he was uh, having gay sex and soliciting other men to oh. satisfy his urns and needs. Uh, yeah. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067.
Hello, my name is Charnak, <laughs> Charnak. The, Magnificent. the Magnificent, and this portion of our show is brought to you by yes, sir. Don't Mention It. Don't Mention It. What are the promotion department's strict orders regarding the Kimmer Show? And now here's your host. How about that, Steve McCoy? Charlton Heston. Thank you so very much. I'm sure it'll change if this works out. So we just keep on going on. 2.50's our time on News Radio 106.7. Sam Smith hopes to get back to work soon. He had vocal cord surgery. He had uh, bleeding of his vocal cords. The... Blood vessels were all messed up. Could have destroyed his voice forever, rupturing, but they fixed him. The same surgeon who did it in Boston at Mass General also did the same work for Steven Tyler, Lionel Richie, and Adele. They fixed him? They've neutered Did they help us Which probably doesn't matter, because isn't this the guy with both earrings? Doesn't he have two earrings? And yeah. You know, <laughs> anyway, no, no, I, I you know, no. I got you. Fine with him. How about a newsbreaker line at News Radio 1067? Good afternoon. Well, good afternoon, Kim. This is uh, Jay Leno calling. Jay, how's it going on Letterman's oh, last yeah. day? I know, and people keep asking me if I can relate right, to what Dave is going through, and Two, I said, three, no, I can't, because, you know, when I left the show, we yeah. had great ratings. <laughs> we were kicking butt in our time slot. <laughs> we were doing better than anybody around us, yet NBC was treating me like I didn't exist and putting all the energy into the Today Show and telling sponsors, <laughs> there would be nothing like Letterman. It'd be more like... Um, <laughs> what would that be more like? It's right on the tip of my tongue there. Uh, yeah, we gotta, wait, what's yeah. next? Shut up! Oh, sorry. People would say they want to put, you know, advertising. <laughs> Tonight, Joe, they said, no, you don't really want to do that. <laughs> anyway, this black widow killer, Alex Tickleman, yeah. has pled guilty and will receive uh, six years in prison yeah. for... Uh, you know, murdering that Google exec. Yeah. Only six years. Six what a years. shame. Uh, Cumulus was trying to fix Alex up with a Kimmer. <laughs> <laughs> they were going to send you to a romantic trip via a Malaysian Airlines. It's a real shame. Oh, man. They were going to present the Kimmer when he arrived in Malaysia if he made it with a courtesy <laughs> van equiped with a driver's side Takata airbag. So <laughs> to say that management's not looking out for you, you know. <laughs> See, they think of everything. <laughs> no, I feel sorry, actually, for Dang. Alex. So. But I feel more sorry for a victim. I mean, the guy was trying to reform the woman teacher about the finer things in life, Kimba. But you know, like they say, yeah. you can lead a horticulture, but you can't make a thing. <laughs> lead a horticulture. Oh, hi <laughs> Yeah. Oh, here you go. I just heard this on your award-winning newscast. Bright Achievers Daycare Center has been ordered to close for at least 21 days. 21 days. Yeah, Yeah, but founder Melinda Hamilton says she isn't going to sweat it. Sweat it all. You know, as opposed to the two-year-olds, she leaves in the van for six hours while she's having a lunch over there. Allegedly, allegedly. I'm kidding, of course. I understand Melinda is actually worried about the facility's future. Is that right? She's worried about it? Oh, yeah. Friends report that Melinda went 30 entire minutes without solid food. They're really worried about her, you know? <laughs> I mean, Melinda Hamilton has enough problems. She's being sued by Leonard Square Mall. Leonard Square Mall suing her? Yeah, last time she went to Macy's, she burned out the escalator. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a shame that Bright Achievers is closing up, though, you know? It's a shame, really? Well, for the little kids, I feel so sorry for them. You know, yeah. Wednesday is... A hot pocket day. 
they put the frozen pizza rolls in the two-year-old pocket, oh, and by the man, time they open the van, they're fully cooked. It's, gonna, it's like a yeast infection or something. <laughs> These are the things I have time to think about. Hot pockets. <laughs> Great to be on the show, yeah. Thank you, David. Remember, Mike is always on. <laughs> Two fifty-three. All right, what the heck? Should we do one more? It's almost yeah. time to get out of here for the news, folks. Let's do another news break line. Good afternoon. Hello, who is this? <laughs> hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mister Heston, well, this, sir. Wasn't Amelia Earhart the woman who gave Al Turvick a heads up that there was bad weather on the way and to get off, out of the was a famous Caddyshack. Or she almost gave him a <laughs> almost, almost. warning. That, yes, she was a warning, all right. And tell you what, the Boy Scouts want to yeah. ban water pistols water. because it's not nice to yeah. point. Yeah, point, yeah. Yeah, try telling that to a boy in the storage room over at Champion Theme Middle School. <laughs> you know that math teacher over there, Quentin Wright, yeah. used to be a Boy Scout. Himself. He was a Boy Scout? I didn't know. Yeah, that. when the leader told him to be prepared, he stopped by a Walgreens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whoever thought that needing the Magnum size would earn you a merit badge? <laughs> I'm glad I don't know what any of this means, I'll tell you that. Me too, sir. Hey, Mr. Heston. Yes, sir. Did you hear about the Boy Scout who filled his water pistol in the Chattahoochee River? No, I didn't, sir. It jammed on him. I said... <laughs> Hey, that's not a turtle. <laughs> now it's time for everyone's favorite yes. feature. The reason the shopping malls are empty and the highways are <laughs> deserted, it's Charnack. Charnack. The Magnificent. The Magnificent. <laughs> the answer is the Atlanta Hawks and John Boy. The Atlanta Hawks and John Boy. They have two things that will be underdogs tonight. Oh, 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 my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, 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 wow. Yowie. <laughs> they won't be favorites is what oh, I meant. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> Even I'm ashamed of that one. <laughs> the answer is Kennesaw State President Dan Papp. Kennesaw. Clayton County <laughs> Sheriff Victor Hill. And middle school teacher Quentin Wright. And Pep, Victor Hill, Quentin Wright. Name a wimp, a rimp, a shrimp, and a pimp. <laughs> Name a wimp, a shrimp, and a pimp. I worked okay the second time. Thank you for making fun of John Boy's girlfriend. See? God bless the me. The newspaper line, God's got gotcha. I know, and I hold in my hand, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the final envelope for this afternoon. Thank you, God. <laughs> May your baby daughter's first words sound like Belinda Skelton. <laughs> if I don't get my bottle, I'm going to cry my eyes out. <laughs> Thank you so much, Mr. Heston. 2.56. It's the news, people. Coming in with the Kimmer Show, it's the news, people. All right, have a great evening. And tomorrow, I'm, is that my gallbladder? Who the hell took my This is Catherine Hepburn, and thank you for listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. The Kim is my knight in shining armor. Listen to him Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067, you old poop. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.